0: October 5th, Colossians chapter 1, verse 18, through chapter 2, verse 7. Christ is the head of the church, which is his body. He is the first of all who will rise from the dead. So he is first in everything. For God, in all his fullness, was pleased to live in Christ. And by him God reconciled everything to himself. He made peace with everything in heaven and on earth by means of His blood on the cross. This includes you who were once so far away from God. You were His enemies, separated from Him by your evil thoughts and actions. Yet now, He has brought you back as His friends. He has done this through His death on the cross in His own human body. As a result, He has brought you into the very presence of God. And you are holy and blameless as you stand before Him without a single fault. But you must continue to believe this truth and stand in it firmly. Don't drift away from the assurance you received when you heard the good news. The good news has been preached all over the world, and I, Paul, have been appointed by God to proclaim it. I am glad when I suffer for you in my body, for I am completing what remains of Christ's suffering. For his body, the church. God has given me the responsibility of serving his church by proclaiming his message in all its fullness to you Gentiles. This message was kept secret for centuries and generations past, but now it has been revealed to his own holy people. For it has pleased God to tell his people that the riches and glory of Christ are for you Gentiles too. For this is the secret. Christ lives in you, and this is your assurance that you will share in His glory. So everywhere we go, we tell everyone about Christ. We warn them and teach them with all the wisdom God has given us. For we want to present them to God perfect in their relationship to Christ. I work very hard at this, as I depend on Christ's mighty power that works within me. I want you to know how much I have agonized for you and for the church at Laodicea and for many other friends who have never known me personally. My goal is that they will be encouraged and knit together by strong ties of love. I want them to have full confidence because they have complete understanding of God's secret plan, which is Christ himself. In him lie hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. I am telling you this so that no one will be able to deceive you with persuasive arguments. For though I am far away from you, my heart is with you, and I am very happy because you are living as you should and because of your strong faith in Christ. And now, just as you accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord, you must continue to live in obedience to Him. Let your roots grow down into Him, and draw up nourishment from Him, so you will grow in faith, strong and vigorous in the truth you were taught. Let your lives overflow with thanksgiving for all He has done.
1: Trust God. Two single-syllable words that you have heard forever, but you will discover as time passes how difficult they are to obey. Trust God. Of course, I have no way of knowing what the future holds for you. You may lose your home and everything in a fire. You may lose your spouse to an early disease detected but not cured. You may lose your dreams, your hopes. You may lose a relationship that you have cultivated over the years.
2: All losses are painful. We prayed just as hard for my father when his health went downhill as we did for my mother. We quoted the same scriptures. We asked God to restore his health, to let him live. But my father went to be with the Lord. It didn't happen the way I wanted. There will always be unanswered questions. Why didn't my loved one make it? Why am I not getting better? Why did this person leave? Some things are not going to make sense, but God wouldn't have allowed it if he wasn't going to bring good out of it. You may not see it at the time, but God knows what he's doing. He has your best interest at heart. It's not random. It's a part of his plan. Trust in the
1: Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your paths straight all your heart all your ways trust
2: trust but what about when things aren't going our way our prayers aren't being answered the problem isn't turning around we're not seeing favor too often we get discouraged thank God why aren't you doing something You can see I'm being mistreated. My health isn't good. I worked hard, but I didn't get the promotion. We think when it changes, we'll be happy. When I meet the right person, when my health improves, when we have this baby, then we'll have a good attitude. That's conditional trust. God, if you meet my demands, if you answer my prayers the way I want on my timetable, then I'll be my best. The problem with conditional trust is there will always be things we don't understand something that's not happening fast enough it didn't work out the way we wanted if i would have had conditional trust i would have gotten upset bitter god why didn't you answer my prayers the truth is god did answer my prayer it just wasn't the way i wanted are you mature enough to accept god's answers even though they're not what you were hoping for god is a sovereign god We're not going to understand everything that happens. Faith is trusting God when life doesn't make sense. God doesn't take us in a straight line. There'll be twists, turns, the disappointments, the loss, the bad breaks. They're all a part of his plan. But if you have conditional trust, you'll get discouraged and think, why is this happening? I'm going the wrong way, but God is still directing your steps. Trust Him when you don't understand. Trust Him even when it feels like you're going the wrong direction. Living worried, frustrated, disappointed, that takes our passion, it steals our joy, and it can keep us from seeing God's favor. And sometimes the closed doors, the disappointments, they are simply a test. God wants to see if we'll trust Him when we don't understand it, when life doesn't make sense. We have to show him that we don't have to have the house to be happy. If we don't have the baby, we're not gonna live bitter and sour. You believe in for your health to improve. But when you can say, if it doesn't get better, God, I'm still going to honor you. I'm still going to be my best. When God sees that you don't have to have it, many times like him, God will give you back what you were willing to give up. Are you living frustrated? because your prayers aren't being answered the way you want your plans aren't working out take the pressure off god is in control he knows what's best for you you're not always going to understand it if you did it wouldn't take any faith i'm asking you to trust him unconditionally if you'll do this i believe and declare god is going to work out his plan for your life he's going to open the right doors bring the right people turn negative situations around and take you to the fullness of your destiny.